This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. All kids are probably going to lie to you at some stage. You know, when they're small, we can usually spot the lie a mile off. Like they tell you they've brushed their teeth when their toothbrush is still glaringly dry. Or perhaps they say they didn't have a cupcake while the crumbs are all over their face. But when kids get older and they get a bit more independent, you may discover that they have been deceiving you in a serious way about where they've been, what they've been doing, or who they've been spending their time with. Adolescent psychologist, teacher and parenting expert Colette Smart is here to talk us through what to do when our kids deceive us. G'day, Colette. Hi, Katrina. Well, this is a pretty serious topic. And of course, I just want to acknowledge that it is heartbreaking when you discover that your child has been lying to you in a, in a serious way. So, Colette, what should we do when we discover that our child has been dishonest? So, I think you said it already in the sense that kids are likely to lie somewhere along at their journey and, and likely at each stage along their journey to adulthood. You know, and and as parents, it can be a bit of a shock the first time you realize when children are old enough to understand the difference between truth and untruth, this is a good time when we can encourage and support in telling the truth, what the truth is. So your first steps really is letting your children know that lying isn't okay and, and why. So I think most parents think children lie to get something they want or to get out of something that they don't want to do. So those are common motivations, but there's often less obvious reasons why kids don't tell the truth or the whole truth. And I think if if caregivers and parents can understand why kids lie and then be prepared to deal with some of those underlying issues, the truth can start to come out. And so I think we need to ask ourselves, what kind of lies are my child or children telling? And what are the circumstances around those lies? So common areas are when some children just speak before they think, they blurt it out. That can often be in children uh, with ADHD. They speak before they think. Some children just want to make a story more exciting. Then you get the ones that test out new behaviors. So they want to see how you'll respond or they're kind of testing boundaries. Then some children try to cover up things so they don't get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Then you get some children that they want to get the focus off of themselves. And so this is where we start to worry a little where children are, are, are wanting to enhance their self-esteem or gain approval or gain attention by making themselves sound you know, wonderful and better. Then some children lie to get something they want. So even little children might be telling grandma that mum always lets me have lollies before dinner, that kind of <laughs> lie. <laughs> and, then, um, and then you get the ones where we, we call them the, the white lies. Uh, sometimes we use that term. And that can be to avoid hurting someone else's feelings. Mm. So it's kind of, we've got to kind of look at what's going on underneath uh, for, for the child. And sometimes it's not necessarily sinister, but also we, we do worry when some of the lies get bigger and and there's some more serious issues involved. Is that something you can actually discuss like with the child, you know, some of those reasons? Like do you think maybe you might have said this for this reason or is that 
Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No, that's part of getting to the bottom of, of what was going on for them. Okay. And what do you think about consequences? Like, you know, say the deceit is one that the parent sees as quite serious. Do there need to be consequences? And if so, what kind? Because I guess, Colette, my concern is that if you punish them very harshly, that could just encourage further deceit because they'll be more inclined to hide things that they know you'll disapprove of to avoid more, more punishment. What's your thoughts on that? So once you you catch a lie. I think it's really important to always tell your children that you know they weren't or aren't telling the truth. But I think we need to just avoid asking your child all the time, are you telling me the truth? Are you lying? So we can often start with a lighthearted approach. So I'm going to give a bunch of examples and scenarios here um, mm-hmm. to help parents just with some terminology. So, I mean, it's all about grace in parenting. So say something like, hey, this sounds like a bit of a tall tale. Uh, Why don't you try again and tell me what really happened? So you're pointing out that you get what they said isn't really the truth, but you want to give them a chance to try again with the truth. Or you could say something like, you're usually really honest with me, but I just really can't understand what else could have happened to that last cupcake. Could you tell me? Dr. Carol Brady, uh, a psychologist, actually talks about using something we call truth checks. So, for example, if parents have been told by a teacher their child hasn't done their homework and the child's been saying they have, she says you might say to the child, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to walk away and give you a few minutes and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to ask you again. And if you change your mind and want to give me a different answer, this is really just a truth check and then you won't get into trouble. Or you might say something like, I'm going to ask you a question and maybe you're not going to tell me something that I really like. Maybe it's something I really don't want to hear, but I want you to remember that your behavior is not who you are. I love you no matter what you tell me, and sometimes people make mistakes. So really, this is this would be even with teenagers, you know, drinking and so on, giving them a chance to be honest, giving them a chance to reflect on their behavior and then tell the truth. In the more serious or repeated behaviors, uh, like older kids say, lying about where they've been or who they've been with, we, we definitely do think of consequences. So be clear with your children that there will be repercussions or natural consequences for repeated lies. So it's not coming out of the blue. So, for example, a scenario might be your child uh, has just got their license. They've driven to Newcastle again with the car when you actually said they can only go as far as Parramatta. What you would then say is, unfortunately, now you don't get to use the car next weekend uh, because you need to earn my trust again around the car. Mm. Or a child might take their iPad into their room at night, even though that the boundary is no technology in rooms. You might say, well, this has affected your sleep, so tomorrow night you've got to go to bed early, or for tomorrow you don't get your iPad. So we want the consequences to be short-lived, not overblown, but give kids a chance to practice better behaviors. So in all situations, we're going to talk calmly with our child, and try to then ask them what led to the, the lie. So those things I spoke about in the beginning. And also talk about how lying makes you feel as a family, how it affects your relationships when people stop trusting you. Yeah, yeah. I'm speaking with Colette Smart. We're talking about what to do when your child's being dishonest. I think the trust is really the central issue, Colette. And if your child's broken your trust and you, you feel like you can't necessarily believe what they say anymore, how can you reestablish that trust? So this is, it's 
such a tricky balance between having that open dialogue uh, and giving your child grace that I mentioned, but also setting appropriate limits because our, our role as parents is to help our children become better human beings who, who can integrate well in society. So a two don'ts would be don't corner your child and, and don't label your child a liar. So, you know, you're, you're a liar. You're always lying to me. Uh, you know, they may be lying, but sometimes that label can get your child to think, well, I'm the liar in the family. I might as well just keep lying. That's who everyone thinks I am. Mm. So rather let them know that the truth reduces consequences. So, yep, we've had consequences, but when you tell me the truth, uh, I will consider perhaps reducing the consequences. And then you praise your child for telling you the truth. When you pick them up from a party, they had promised they wouldn't go somewhere or drink even, uh, but praise them for being honest with you and um, because you want your child to ask you to pick them up from a party even if they've done the wrong thing. Mm. And then give them chances to become more trustworthy. So this is when you might agree to reduce the consequences when they tell the truth. Uh, That's not something a child can negotiate on all the time. You know, the parent does set the boundaries on that, but we need to find out the balance between, between giving consequences but letting them earn trust. They need opportunities to show you they can earn trust. And so it will be a bit of a dance for a while, but... Um, yeah, being the parent with the boundaries but still giving your children opportunities to grow. Okay. Well, thank you, Colette. It's a very tricky issue and, uh, yeah, there's a lot to think about there. So thank you. Thank you for having me. That's adolescent psychologist and parenting expert Colette Smart. We've been talking about what to do when your child has been deceitful. You can find out more at colettesmart.com. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.